Welcome to the Ignite More Joy, Less Stress podcast. I'm your host, Tina Morris, doctorally prepared nurse practitioner and life coach. Are you ready for a 10 out of 10 life that you deserve? If so, you're in the right place. Stay tuned. I want to start today by talking about the golden rule for a minute. Originally, it came out in the Bible in chapter 6 of Luke, and this is not going to be a Sunday school session, so just know that. But I just want to read how it sounded originally. It sounded like this. As man should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. I mean, the wording is crazy, but do unto your neighbor as you would have done unto yourself is how I like to think about it. So I just want to talk about that for a minute. Working in the emergency department for the better part of my career, I have seen a lot of uh, abuse and neglect of people, both from others and from themselves. I mean, I've treated victims of assault, violence, and abuse. But more than anything, I encountered people who suffer at the hand of their own doing. From obvious harm, such as near death from over overdoses, um, to obvious neglect, like patients who need a leg amputation because they didn't adhere to their medical therapy for diabetes, and their sugars were so out of control that they lost the circulation um, in their extremities. Also, people assault themselves with their own words. They say things like, I'm a big dummy. I'm so stupid. I'm so fat. Nobody could ever love me. I'm so ugly. I can't do anything right. So I've actually asked some of those people along the way. I hear you saying these things to yourself. Do you actually treat other people? And, you know, I'll reference the golden rule and I'll say, do unto your neighbor as you to have done unto yourself. I said, you are your own neighbor. Do you treat your neighbors like that? Or do you treat them better? They're like, oh no, I would never treat another human being like that. And doesn't it just make you wonder, like, why do we treat ourselves worse than we would treat anyone else? Why aren't we our own best friend? So I want to ask you, if you were your own neighbor, how would you value the treatment of yourself? What words are you affirming into your life? Are you overworking yourself, not allowing any fun into your life, putting yourself down, failing to trust your judgment, or disrespecting your body? It's okay if you're doing any of those things, as long as you're feeling happy, joyful, and satisfied with your life. But I venture to guess that if you're not being a good friend to yourself, and you're not liking and respecting yourself, you're also not happy and joyful person. Last week, we discussed how thoughts become beliefs and subsequently those thoughts and beliefs manifest into our three-dimensional reality. I wanna just talk about a couple of examples and hammer this idea home a little bit more. So I wanna use the example of Susie Susie was in middle school and she noticed that doctors, a doctor's daughter 
um, had a hairdo that was pulled back. It was slick. It was a high ponytail. And she had noticed that her forehead was amazing. She had like this widow's peak that was just made her ponytail look superb and fine. Susie thought her forehead looked like her dad's head, which was a very wide forehead. And she could never dream of wearing a ponytail, she thought to herself. So she always wore bangs because she was comparing herself to that doctor's daughter who had the best hair. Fast forward when that Susie had children, a doctor once told her, you'll never maintain that hair once you get kids. And I think that stuck with Susie because Susie never thought she could have long, pretty hair after she had children. That's what Susie told me. I may or may not be Susie. I cannot confirm or deny. Then there's Johnny. Johnny was a high schooler. He saw his high school counselor back in the day. We used to go to our counselors to have advice on what we should do for our after high school career. Johnny wanted to be an attorney. The counselor said, you're not smart enough for that. And so Johnny never pursued it. Johnny always thought he missed his calling and wanted to be that attorney. Both Susie and Johnny wanted something different than they were experiencing. Susie made up her own story. She gave meaning to a situation and then formed her beliefs based on those meanings. Catch yourself when you're comparing yourself to others and you just have to stop that right away. Johnny, on the other hand, took someone else's judgment and belief and accepted it as his own. Johnny believed he wasn't smart enough and that he never did go to law school. We have to learn to question what people are saying to us and if they're true, if they're true beliefs, if they're true thoughts. Both Susie and Johnny accepted the beliefs that kept them from doing, being and having the things they wanted. In other words, it kept them from being their truest, highest self and therefore kept them from achieving their joy and happiness that they strived for. These beliefs that they formed will call them limiting beliefs. Together, the people who abuse themselves through their own words and physical neglect, combined with those who use limiting beliefs that lead to unhappiness and fulfillment, there is a lot of suffering going on out there in the world. So how do we get unstuck from our limiting beliefs? Well, first, we have to become self-aware. We have to catch ourselves making the mistake. And next, we have to affirm for something different. Affirm, affirmations. What does that mean? Well, sometimes in order for me to really grasp a word, I need to hear it in another way. I use opposites, like antonyms are the opposite and synonyms are like the same. So antonyms or words that are the opposite meaning of affirm are reject, deny, forget, reject, refute, nullify, or negate. Synonyms of the word affirm are guarantee, confirm, 
declare, assert, and proclaim. I want you using all of those words to get what you want in your life. We want to be a using affirming type messages, phrases, and sentences to bring in the reality we want. I'm going to say affirmations are like a bridge. They're going to help us close the gap from where we were, where we are, and where we want to be, or what we desire to do. Here's an example I used. I had been feeling a certain way about a particular situation. After really digging in deep and trying to figure out what it was, I decided I was feeling neglect, abandoned, unloved, and undeserved. I chose some words. I had once heard to choose them in phrases of three. And so here's what I wrote. I am worthy. I am loved. I am chosen. I put those words on one solid sheet of paper. Have you ever had to go to the chalkboard? When I was in sixth grade, I may or may not have had to go to the chalkboard to write, I will not talk. Probably like a hundred times. I wrote, I am worthy. I am loved, I am chosen over a hundred times in my journal. We cannot do this just once. There's a lot of anchoring information, knowledge and beliefs inside of us that keep us stuck in those old beliefs. While I was able to dig up what I was feeling that was triggering all of those feelings for myself, Sometimes we don't even know the inciting event, the original situation that triggered the emotions the very first time. It becomes a core personality. We don't know the originating factor. Quite honestly, it doesn't even matter. If you can get just down to the root of the feelings and recognize a feeling and name a feeling, then you can move forward. At some point, we'll talk about naming feelings, but let's just leave it at that for now. As I said, we are really anchored in these subconscious beliefs. Emphasis on the word subconscious. These are beliefs that often steer us in the wrong direction across many corridors in our lives. Undoing the thoughts or beliefs will take practice, repetition, and persistence. You may not be perfect at this at first. Like I mentioned, I did mine over and over in my journal until eventually when I had a triggering event, my brain shot them off like a nursery rhyme and they just automatically popped into my head and I was able to say them out loud without even trying to think about it. Eventually it became easier and easier. I am worthy, I am loved, I am chosen. Eventually, I began to actually believe what just started out as words on paper. At that time, I had no idea how powerful those words would become. Everything I wanted, I began to affirm for. When you put your ideas into words, somehow you end up meeting people, finding information, and doing the things that you need to do to make that happen in the three-dimensional reality. This podcast is a fantastic example. I literally just had this idea in November and I put it out into the world and I told people, I think someday I'd like to have a podcast. 
Little by little, I found myself being more and more curious about what it was like to be a podcaster, what I needed, how to do it, how to set aside time, how to get ideas. Then I started writing. The possibility became more and more of the reality. The more I talked about it, the more I told people about it. Eventually, I just told myself I'm a podcaster. One day, my coach says, you need to just do it. Because I kept putting it off. I didn't have the right equipment. I didn't have the right location. I didn't have the right process. I paid for a program. I hadn't yet sat through the program on how to do it. And so I just kept putting it off. I chucked all that to the side and said, if I'm gonna do it, I can't be perfect. I am in my closet. I'm recording on my phone and I literally just finished writing the copy. So everything is a work in progress and you can't be perfect about it, but I affirmed for it and now it's my reality. What started out as a possible idea is now a thought manifested into reality, all because of affirmations. So let's summarize. We walk around with these limiting beliefs and these thoughts or beliefs that come from other people. They keep us from our own happiness, our own joy, and becoming our truest self. We have to be our own best neighbor, our own best friend, and find ways to treat ourselves as that good friend and be better than we would be to our neighbor, not abusing ourselves. I challenge you, recognize one thing in your life that you want to change and ask, what limiting beliefs automatically pop up? I don't have the money for that. I don't know how to do that. There's no time. I'm not confident enough. I need more friends. What is it for you? What comes up? You are the only one negating, rejecting, vetoing, and denying yourself. We have the freedom to choose, guarantee, confirm, assert, and proclaim our future. I want you to feel empowered for yourself through affirmations to get the 10 out of 10 life you deserve. Many people struggle with a process and need help, but you're worth it. If you wanna work with me personally, I would be honored. In that case, you can send me a direct message through Facebook or you can just send me a message to the podcast. But if nothing else, if you're getting value from this podcast, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe and share this with someone you think it would benefit. Until next week, go find your best life by identifying your limiting beliefs and writing affirmations.